Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome into another episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. My name is Monica, and as always, I'm so glad you are here. I'm reading a new book this year called Personal Development, God's Way. Great little book. I think it's been out for a number of years. It's got a lot of pearls in it. And one of the things that he said is kind of a flip of a common saying. We've all heard it. Probably said it ourselves. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, he's flipped that. And from a godly perspective, he talks about the fact that in life, Jesus instructed that we will see it when we believe it. And there's so many examples of this in the Bible, especially when it came to healing. People who formerly, like the woman who uh, had some kind of condition that caused her to incessantly bleed, touched him in a crowd or touched his robe in a crowd of people. And Jesus turned and, you know, said basically, who? Who did that? Like he could feel that someone in the crowd was healed and it was this lady who had an issue, but just believed that if she could just touch his clothing, she would be healed. And she was. And then there was the uh, paraplegic who was lowered down into the middle of a crowd by his friends or his caregivers who Jesus was able to cure just by having him, him, asking him if he believed. And he did. And the, the, um, the instances go on. I can remember as a little child, couldn't have been, I would have either been in first or second grade at the time. And I was attending a Catholic school with all of my brothers. And the nun was having us read in the Bible about Jesus and his disciples. And it was the part in the Bible, the part of the story post-resurrection where Jesus comes back and everyone is so excited. And then who comes along but Thomas, doubting Thomas as he's affectionately known, at least by the kids in Catholic school. And he sees Jesus and he looks like Jesus and he talks like Jesus, but Thomas can't actually believe, even though it's right in front of his eyes, that it's it's God. It's Jesus. So Jesus has to show him his hands where the marks of the nails were. And he has to uncover his side where the, the, the spear pierced him. And once Thomas saw that, he saw those indications that this was the Jesus who had been hung on the cross and crucified. Only then did he believe. I can remember as a child hearing Jesus say, to Thomas and to the people who were around him at that time, blessed are they who do not see 
and yet still believe. And that is the crux of it. That's where faith comes in. Faith is believing in something even though, even though the evidence is not there. So Jesus said, blessed are they who do not see and yet they believe. And we know that that is what we call faith. When we believe in something so strongly, even though there is no evidence in front of us to underscore our beliefs. And as a child, when the nuns were taking us through this part of the gospel, I can remember being perturbed by it, perturbed with Jesus even saying that. Because even then, as a child of second or third grade age, I knew that I had that in my personality where I preferred to have facts. Like I like to see the evidence. It's harder for me to believe. So it's something that even as a child and all the way up to my present life, I've known that it does not come natural for me to believe in things without first seeing the evidence for truth. And that is why one of my goals is almost always year after year to grow in my faith and my belief. For those listeners who've been with me for a while, you know that all of 2021, my word of the year was believe. And I know you've got your word of the year this year, and I don't know what you do with it. But as I've also said many times, I kind of surround myself with my word of the year so it stays top of mind. I put it up on my goal board in my office. I use it as passwords or iterations of it as passwords in all the various programs that I use on my computer and on my smartphone. I generally record the word every day in my journal or in my planner. And that works for me. That keeps whatever it is that I'm wanting to grow, whatever it is that I'm wanting to be aware of in the year, keeps it top of mind for me, which is a good thing. And I encourage you to do the same. Anyway, going back to this book I'm reading on personal development, God's Way. So I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading, and all of a sudden I come across him saying, with your goals and with God, what works is to believe it and then you'll see it. Simply is simply flipping around the old, I'll believe it when I'll see it, and really setting yourself up to rest on your faith, to rest on your belief that your goals will be accomplished this year because you believe it. You believe in them. You believe in the plans that you put in place. You believe in God's blessing on your activities. You believe in the resources that will be made available throughout you throughout the year to assist you. You believe it so strongly that you can see it in your mind's eye. I think it's Bob Proctor who said, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. So let me ask you, if you had to do a self-check on the goals that you're working on this month, do you believe that you will achieve them? I mean, do you strongly believe that even though the current circumstances or the current evidence around you doesn't support that you will? And my challenge to you today is to ask God, pray about this. If you are lacking a little bit in your beliefs, in the goals that you've set, in their um, 
achievability, is that a word? In your ability to marshal your time and your resources to get her done. If your belief is not where it needs to be in order for you to know in the deepest part of you that you're going to be successful at what you endeavor towards this year, then take it to the Lord in prayer and ask him like that could be the space that you need to leave with your goals to let God do something supernatural with you. Remember, it is said in the Bible that if you have faith, so transplant the word belief. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, and do you know how tiny a mustard seed is? A mustard seed is like the size of one. I'm looking at my pinky finger right now, and I have a short nail on my finger. <laughs> and a mustard seed would be about one, maybe one sixth to one eighth of the white part. So just the tip of my fingernail. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, move, and the mountain will move. Paraphrasing a little bit there. It begins and ends with belief. Yes, you have to take action. You have to internalize your beliefs so that they give you the energy and they give you the motivation to go out and put one activity on top of another so that every day you're moving closer and closer towards your goal. But even more important than the actions that you will take is the belief that you will achieve the goal. So work on your beliefs. That's where you need to spend some extra time. Look at your goals. Look at the one that is above all the rest of the goals. The most important one to you. And check yourself. Make sure that in your mind's eye and in your heart of hearts, your belief is strong enough, strong enough to take you from where you are today to where you need to be to say, yes, thank you, Lord. We did it. We accomplished this goal. Simple, but so hard, right? And that's, again, where God comes in. Take the hard stuff to him and ask him to do the work within you to make you that girl whose beliefs are so strong that she becomes unstoppable in Christ with God. That's what I want for you. And I pray that if that's what you want for you, that God will bless you abundantly and increasingly throughout this year. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.